Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and we're here to inspire you to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. What do you do when you get sucker punched by life? When something happens that you just weren't expecting? That happened to my wife and I last week. Wasn't a huge thing, but it definitely wasn't fun. It made me start thinking about how we all respond in moments of unexpected disappointment and pain or loss. So I took a few minutes to share the story of what happened and a short teaching session as a video on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can watch it there, of course. But I wanted to make sure that I shared it with you, our dedicated podcast listeners. Now, before I hit play for you, I'm not sure if you've heard, but we're hosting our very first Inspiration Rising Live. It's a live podcast recording right here in Orange County, California. Now, since we've started the podcast, I have wanted to get women and the men who support them together for a face-to-face experience where we could draw upon the soulful wisdom of a number of female leaders and also just connect with one another. So, On September 12th, 2019, we will hold our very first event featuring interviews with four powerful women, including Stacey Robbins, who you heard from in episode number two. She's an integrated wellness coach, and she'll be sharing wisdom from her book called An Unconventional Life. We'll also feature Dr. Bita Yadidi, who's a doctor of Eastern medicine, and I'll interview her all about balancing our health, and she may do some acupuncture on me, which I've never experienced before. We'll also have Andrea Luna Reese. She's a professional ceramics artist who I'll talk to about self-care through daily creativity. And Kim D. Allen. She's a mother of seven who is fighting violent extremism on a daily basis through her work at Gen Next. Plus, there will definitely be time for you to connect with other like-minded women who are looking for both connection and collaboration. So tickets are only $20 each, and they're available on our website at insporising.com forward slash live. And the ticket includes organic coffee and tea, as well as a swag bag for the first 100 ticket holders. That swag bag is going to include Stacy's book, An Unconventional Life. It'll include an exclusive wall-hanging rainbow handmade by Andrea Luna Reese, and more surprises that are in store for you. So there is limited seating, but you can get tickets right now at insporising.com forward slash live. If you've never been to our website, inspo is I-N-S-P-O, rising, R-I-S-I-N-G, dot com forward slash live. All right, let's jump into this short session on how someone stole $2,300 from my family. What's up, friends? Dave Trotter here. I'm a launch coach and the host of the Inspiration Rising podcast. And I just had $2,300 stolen from me and our family. Can you believe that? Just yesterday, it happened. Let me tell you this story. We opened up a letter yesterday afternoon from the Internal Revenue Service. Now, anytime you get a letter from the IRS, it's not a good thing for me. I, my stomach drops if it's coming to my business or our family, whatever. It's just like, oh man, this is not going to be good. My wife opens it up. There is a bill for $2,300 and change that we owed the IRS. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like my mind starts spinning. 
in those moments, everything starts getting like foggy and wobbly and going, okay, did, uh, did our accountant, you know, calculate it wrong? Um, was there, is there something from another year? Like you just start panicking. I do in my, on my head. And then I looked at Laura and I said, you know, that number looks really similar to what we owed the IRS a couple months ago, the amount that we paid them already. I wonder if something got crisscrossed in the mail. And she said, well, no, the the check's already uh, cashed, though. I know that. They cashed it two days after it was sent. And so she uh, began to do some research online, and she pulled up the check that had gone through. You know how you go on and you can see the check that's kind of gone through? And she pulls it up and prints it out. And on that check, the name Internal Revenue Service was gone. It was no longer on the check. And the little space in the note section where you put the year and whatever the information is about the filing, gone, totally blank. On the check was somebody else's name. It said Aubrey and then a last name. I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at this name on there. It's this beautiful little woman's handwriting, Aubrey and the last name. What the heck? Somebody stole our check erased internal revenue service somehow, I don't know, got rid of it, and they cashed the check. $2,300 gone, stolen from us. That is really, it's discombobulating, right? It's overwhelming. It's like, what do you do in that moment? It made me start to think about uh, when I talk to, to people like you and me, right? When we're doing life and we get sucker punched, just out of nowhere, something happens that we weren't anticipating. Either we get an illness, a diagnosis, somebody in our family, all of a sudden we have conflict. Maybe our partner is not wanting to be in our relationship anymore. Maybe a child has made a decision that we really don't you know, anticipate. Maybe there's a DUI. Who knows what it might be? Something comes out of the blue that we were not anticipating, and it just feels like somebody just walked up to us and just sucker punched us right in the gut. I hate when those things happen. It's out of our control. The question is, what do we do in those moments? What do I do when somebody steals $2,300 from me out of the blue? Just, I didn't ask for that. Like, they just took it. I started thinking about two questions that I ask myself in those moments to help me come down from all of the, the, the high emotions, the feeling of helplessness, the feeling of rage, the feeling of feeling violated. Two questions help me in that moment regain clarity and regain peace. All right. First question is, what can I control? When everything feels out of control in that moment, like, oh my gosh, somebody just stole this money from me. I feel so violated. What do I do? What can I control? That's the first question. That's what I would encourage you to ask when you feel overwhelmed or out of control when something happens that you didn't ask for. What can I control? Well, for my wife and I, I was busy working on some projects and she said, okay, I'll take the lead on this. We, we agreed, call the bank first. She was like, I'm not calling the bank. I'm going down to the bank. I said, all right, I like that about you. Take an action. So what can I control? I can go down to the bank. I can tell them what happened. She did that. They uh, said, okay, well, we want to see your signature because they you know, want to make sure she wasn't the one who wrote out that name, Aubrey, in the last name and cashed it. Uh, she 
uh, had to write the, the alphabet down long, you know, on this long sheet of paper over and over again to make sure that her handwriting didn't match that. Great. That's something that she could can do to control it. She went through their fraud process, okay? All things that were in within her control. The second thing that uh, we did was called the IRS, alerted them of the situation. That's in our control. So all of a sudden, this situation that feels out of control where you're feeling violated, those are two things we can do. Call the bank, go to the bank, call the IRS. What about you? Think back to a situation Maybe it's recently where you felt completely sideswiped. Somebody came out of nowhere and did something, said something, something happened to you. You were not anticipating it. What was the first thing you did? You might have flipped out like we did. Like, oh my gosh, what's that? But then what could you control in that situation? Anytime you can answer that question, what can I control? What can I do? All of a sudden, peace comes to your mind. And an energy, right? There's this jolt of energy from the anger or the surprise, the violation, whatever it is, to move you toward action. So if you can move that, that all those emotions, instead of allowing them to be bottled up or take you high up in the clouds and your mind starts swirling and getting all foggy, if you can move toward action in that moment, you can start to get things done. So immediately my wife went to the bank, immediately we called the IRS. The IRS said, hey, uh, we'll take away the late fees, the, um, the, uh, amount of interest that is accrued, which is like $7 or something. It was like, not a big deal. That still is going to be on there. But unless you want more interest to accrue, you have to pay that amount of money by midnight tonight. Well, thankfully we had that amount of money that we could spare for a couple weeks in order to pay the IRS. I guess if we wouldn't have had it, we could have put it on credit card or something, ask a friend to borrow it. So $2,300 goes to the IRS last night. It's the second time we've paid them that, ah, right? But that's okay. It's something we could do. It was in our control. Uh, so those are action steps that you can take. In the midst of challenge, what can I control? The second question, very, very important question is, what can I not control? Okay, I've determined what I can control. What can I not control? Just by naming those things, it can create peace and energy toward taking action. Well, the things that I can't control in the midst of this is I can't control Aubrey. Whoever this person was, I can't control his or her actions. I can't control the response of my wife. Like, right, if she's having a certain, a different reaction than I am, I can't control that. I can just be my own self. Uh, I can't control the amount of time that it's going to take in order to get that money back. The bank said it's going to be 10 to 14 days to get it back. I can't control that. That's out of my control. Okay, I, I can either fret, get overwhelmed, freak out, or just accept it. Accept the fact that I can't control that. Now, uh, I, I'm celebrating and thankful that we even live in a country that has bank, that have, we have banks that give us money back that somebody else stole. I mean, how amazing is that? I, I would think we would live in somewhere where it's like, well, that's not our problem. They stole it. You're going to have to get it back from them. No, our banks give us back that money. That is an amazing thing. So I actually have the control to celebrate that about the bank. I was thankful for our bank in the midst of that moment. So what can I control? What can I not control? Now, sometimes we can feel so 
out of control in our emotions that we don't realize or understand that we can actually control them. You have the power to control how you were how you will respond in the midst of unexpected loss, pain, disappointment, discouragement, and so forth. So I started uh, recognizing that I could either freak out about this, or I could know that there was a solution that I could take action. Thankfully, my wife really took the lead on that, uh, and that I had the power to control my emotions. So I naturally started cultivating empathy for Aubrey. I started thinking, well, and I assumed it was a, a, a girl. Uh, that's a very common girl's name, and it was a girl's handwriting. So I started thinking, well, Aubrey must feel really overwhelmed right now in this time in her life. Aubrey must be down and out. Aubrey must feel like uh, she doesn't have a lot of options. Maybe Aubrey has some sort of addiction that she is seeking to feed. Uh, Maybe Aubrey has young kids that she feels like she needs to feed, and this was her only option. I started cultivating empathy, even though I felt violated, even though I felt some anger. I started cultivating empathy. That's possible. That is possible. That is something within our control. The second thing that I started to do was to say, uh, what would it look like to forgive Aubrey? This is even within an hour of it happening. It's all happening in my mind. I didn't even talk to my wife about it. Uh, I'm going, okay, when, this is the path to forgiveness, by the way, when have I done something similar? Well, I've never written a check. I've never stolen a check and cashed it that somebody else had written. I've never done that. So uh, I, I shouldn't have to forgive Aubrey, should I? I shouldn't have to forgive her because I've never done that. Well, when have I taken something from someone else that hurt them? When have I done something that hurt them that ended up benefiting me? Well, oh, geez. I can think to time where I've uh, misused time on the clock at a company that I work for. I can think about a time when I was a teenager where I'd made long-distance calls in uh, the office to a girlfriend, and those long-distance calls were hurting that company, causing that company pain. Um, That was back when long-distance calls cost money. Uh, They ended up catching me, and I had to pay for it. Uh, I, I can think of times where I have said things about people that have harmed them, that have benefited me. I have taken action on multiple occasions that have harmed other people that have benefited me. Yes, I can see that. Okay. Uh, all right. I haven't written a check or like that, but I have done other things. So would I want to be forgiven? Would I want to be forgiven by the people that I have harmed? Yes, I would like to be forgiven by them. Would I want to be forgiven uh, by myself? Would I like to forgive myself? Yes, I want to forgive myself. Would I want to be forgiven by the divine? Yes, I want to be forgiven by the divine. Okay. So if I am in need of forgiveness, then I wonder what it would look like for me to extend forgiveness to Aubrey. Not because Aubrey deserves it, not because Aubrey's asked for it, not for any reason other than the fact that my soul needs to forgive Aubrey. My soul needs to forgive Aubrey. In moments where you have been hurt by an organization, a a faith-based group, a church, people, Anything, if you've been hurt, unexpectedly pain, what would it look like for you to cultivate empathy and move toward forgiveness? Not for their sake, but for your own sake, for the sake of your soul. 
Those are things within my control. Isn't that amazing? So I asked myself, what can I control and what's out of my control? All right. So my mind immediately begins to think about the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Oh, God. Universe, whatever you want to call the divine, will you grant me the peace, the space? Help me have the space to accept the things I cannot change. It is hard to accept the things I cannot change. I cannot change the fact that this happened to our family. I cannot change the fact that it's going to take 10 to 14 days to get that money back. But God, will you grant me the serenity, the space, the peace to just accept it and live with it in this moment? And then will you give me the courage to change the things I can? Give me the courage to call the bank. Give me the courage to call the IRS. Give me the courage to cultivate empathy. Give me the courage to cultivate forgiveness toward Aubrey. Now, in your case, it's going to be just something different, right? I'm just telling you about my experience yesterday. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That is powerful because oftentimes I feel so out of control when something comes my way that's been hurtful, harmful, or tragic, or overwhelming. I feel like somebody sucker punched me. I don't know what's in my control. I feel like everything's out of my control. God, will you give me the wisdom to know the difference of what I can change and what I can't change? So for you uh, and me, When we're in those situations, let us slow things down and ask two questions. One, what can I control? And what is out of my control? And maybe the serenity prayer will give you the wisdom, the strength, the peace to accept that. Now, you're probably wondering, who is this person? Well, I know their first name and their last name. I'm not going to tell you because you'll Google it, right? But I went right on Facebook. I typed in their first name, Aubrey. The second name, guess how many people? I'm expecting like hundreds of people to be on Facebook to be this person. It's one. It's one person. One person is on Facebook by this name. It's not a cute young girl. It's a guy who looks kind of freaky, right? He's a freaky looking guy. Freaky in my head, only freaky because I know that this person, possibly it's the same person. I'm thinking it is. There's only one on Facebook. Come on. It's like the Google of people in the world. There's one Aubrey blank. I now have a face in my mind that I can either point my anger, my revenge. I could even go find him. I could even go find him. Because I I have those skills within me, right? Now, I want to cultivate empathy. I want to cultivate forgiveness. That is a choice that I have. A choice. Would I want to go find him and confront him? It wouldn't be wise. My wife would ask me a question. Is that helpful? No, it's not helpful. But what is helpful is to cultivate empathy. And cultivate forgiveness. That's helpful for me 
and my soul right now. So may you have the courage to ask those two questions. What's in your control and what's out of your control? And may the serenity prayer even give you peace in the midst of you processing through and working through whatever challenge has come your way. If you found this episode to be helpful or inspiring in any way, please subscribe on the Apple or Google Podcasts app right there on your phone and then leave a review. It's a simple way to help us spread the word about Inspiration Rising. And be sure to spread the word about Inspiration Rising live to anyone you know in Southern California. Heck, anyone you know at all. We've even got one listener who's flying in from Florida just for that night just to experience it. She does not want to miss the very first Inspiration Rising live. It's going to be an incredible evening of inspiration with four powerful, soulful women who we've invited to join us. If you want to learn more, check out insporising.com forward slash live. And if you're one of the first 100 ticket buyers, you will receive a swag bag that is definitely worth more than the price of the ticket itself. All right. Hope you guys have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next time. 